Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. I hope you have all survived the snow ice apocalypse um, that occurred over the last few days. I know here down in the south we got slammed with ice and some snow, and I know my friends up in the northeast are still dealing with it in the aftermath. So everybody stay safe, stay warm, and enjoy the snow day. It's, you know, it's it's a good day and it's a Sunday. So you are listening to Deanna Radai on the Deanna on Design uh, podcast on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy New Year. We are going to start off the year focusing on one of the biggest resolutions that everybody makes, and that's decluttering, losing weight, becoming more healthy. And for those of you who followed me, who followed the shows, know that I truly believe that there is a correlation between the health of your environment and your home and your health, your your personal health, uh, weight, physical, mental health. And this year we're going to kind of take a, a little different look at it. I know uh, years past we've mostly focused on clutter, um, but this year, um, I actually kind of launched a new thing called Healthy New Year, Healthy Home, Healthy You, and it is a specific consultation and design session that we're focusing on. But for the podcasts, what I wanted to kind of focus on is just little bits, little snippets to help you, whether you sign up uh, for a consultation or not, uh, can look at your home and discern what to keep, what not to keep, and how to make better choices in the future. Uh, Those of you who have listened uh, in the past and have been with me over these many years know Michelle Pollack has been a frequent guest, uh, specifically when we've been talking on uh, design for children's bedrooms. And we did a show specifically on green labeling and how to read your labels and help to discern. And while I couldn't get Michelle on today, uh, what we're just going to kind of go through is some terms uh, that you want to look at. Again, just kind of do a brief recap. And I'm also going to link in the description to the uh, half hour show that Michelle and I did on the Casa Verde radio show, which talks specifically on this. So when we're talking about reading your labels, you need to know what uh, GMOs, what some of the most um, frequent or what some of the, I don't want to say popular, uh, but pollutants are in your home. So what you want to look at specifically is your paint, your flooring. This has been something I've preached upon for the last, you know, five plus years that we've been doing this show and since I've been in business um, as a eco shui design consultant, um, paint. When you're looking at your paint, uh, you want something that is a no VOC. VOC is volatile organic compound. This is found in your drying agents, your anti-mold and mildew inhibitors. Paints now are becoming more at least low, if not no VOC. And even your big box um, retailers, hardware stores, we're talking your Lowe's, your Home Depots, you are able to find the no VOC paints. You don't have to find, you know, a Benjamin Moore or a Sherwin-Williams, my favorite, um, 
for your uh, no VOC paints. Now, why is this important? Well, these compounds are chemicals and they off gas. And it's what you are breathing uh, as you paint and even afterwards. Paint can off gas up to 18 months after application. So that's why it's very important that you wear one of your masks when you're painting, um, have ventilation, keeping the window open when possible uh, so that air can at least circulate. With the no VOC paint, however, you can sleep in that room that night without any odor or breathing in of the toxins. Uh, one of the downfalls or cons of a no VOC paint is that it might take a little bit longer for it to dry completely. So just an FYI on that. Next up, uh, carpeting and your flooring. Um, great strides uh, with carpeting and the Carpeting Institute on Recycling. Old carpets, that is one of the big um, contributors to our landfills is old carpeting and old padding. So the choices that you make uh, with this are very important, not only to your health, but to the health of the earth and helping not create bigger landfills. Um, many carpets are going to recycle, if not using 100%, at least a percentage of post-consumer waste, which is recycled carpeting or different recycled fibers specifically plastics, which is very cool. Uh, this trend started in commercial um, carpeting and applications because it wears so well. Um, it's fabulous. These I know you can purchase in Home Depot because I have seen them. Look for EcoSmart on the labeling. You'll see the green leaf. Um, and I believe it is Mohawk and Armstrong are the leaders with this. So that's fabulous. Next up is your padding. Rubber padding is the best. It's denser. Um, it will lead to helping um, lengthen the life of your carpet. Also has a nice feel. It's also if something happens, if there's a pet stain, um, food or, you know, other liquid stains, if that gets damaged, all you have to do is just cut out the damaged piece of rubber and then that inside. So it's much um, while it might be a little more expensive in the in the beginning, when you initially invest in it, it in the long run is going to be cheaper because you're not replacing the padding um, every time like you are with some of your less expensive, you know, that um, kind of my, um, memory foam-ish um, type padding. So remember, the denser the padding, the longer the life of the carpet. Um, and again, they're making great strides with that. Uh, when you're looking at other flooring options, obviously your hardwood, your tiles, your laminates, and we'll revisit that again in a uh, future show. I just wanted to specifically talk about carpeting uh, because carpeting can off-gas up to five years depending on the material. And again, you're looking at your nylons, your polyesters, your nylon poly blends. That is a manufactured uh, fiber, which has a petrochemical base that will off-gas. And then again, looking at your padding or the application, if you do a glue down and you're not using a no VOC um, adherent or glue, I mean, you're just adding to what you are breathing in every time you are in that space. 
And then next up on our top three indoor air pollutants is your home fragrance vein. This includes your candles, your essential oils, your potpourri. Again, we have discussed this um, almost ad nauseum sometimes, but you're looking at the wick. You want a cotton wick on your candles, and you're looking for a palm, soy, um, or paraffin beeswax base. That will help hold in the scent and you want something that is scented with an essential oil. Again, when you're looking at someone that's, quote, that's fragrance, that is a synthetic or manufactured blend, which has a petrochemical base. And again, specifically for people who have upper respiratory issues, um, older people or babies, you know, uh, especially two years and younger, their lungs are still developing, and you really need to be careful of what you are putting into their spaces because that can damage lungs and the lung growth. When we're looking at shopping for new things, you know, we hear about um, fair trade, local produce, what's good, what's bad. Um, Some of these aren't just home options, but, you know, we're looking at coffee, fair trade coffees. Um, Make sure that they are um, verified by local when you can, an organic, although I know like Chipotle has been coming under a ton of fire lately, um, just know where your food is coming from. Farmers markets are great. Most places they do have them all year round, um, but you're eating with the seasons, um, which is great because you're kind of getting in tune with Mother Nature. And while you can't get certain foods maybe all year round if you're specifically um, eating local, At least knowing um, if you're purchasing in a grocery store, know that they are reliable. Um, Watch what pesticides are on there um, and what they are using. Remember, an organic like apple, um, some fruits, some vegetables aren't going to have the bright coloring that um, other fruits and vegetables will have. That's because they haven't been coated. There's a wax-like coating and coloring that's added that gives, you know, like apples, strawberries. Strawberries are one of the largest um, GMO crops that are grown along with corn and soy. Um, so washing your fruit, um, you can get, I believe it's a vinegar or a apple vinegar bath, and that will help take out that waxy coloring. Uh, When we're looking at furniture, um, you want forest-friendly woods, things that have been certified by the Forest Stewardship Council. You will see um, the labeling on any furniture or flooring. And again, Armstrong is fabulous with this on um, woods that have been sustainably harvested or reclaimed. That is hot right now in furniture manufacturing is uh, using reclaimed woods, iron, things like that um, from uh, deconstruction, from demolition, um, from various projects. So that is outstanding. And we've talked about um, Rust Belt Reclamation and Shiner uh, Furniture just leading the way on that with some of the cool um, things that they have done. Uh, so watch for that. Um, IKEA is honestly fabulous with that. Uh, You can also see some things at the container store, um, mostly that are from bamboo. So don't be afraid to ask, uh, but now the labeling is um, pretty good um, that you will be able to see the leaf on the icons um, with the different certifications of the woods. Uh, Look at your textiles. 
we've talked about this as well. Cotton is a heavily, heavily, um, not GMO, but pesticide-laden crop. So you really have to be careful that even though cotton is a natural fiber, of is it organic or not uh, with the pesticides that it has been treated with? And then has it been bleached? The whiter the cotton, it's, there's a lot of chemicals in bleaching that's gone in. An organic cotton is almost an ivory color. And I will say uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, actually, and again, you can find all these things when you're working with a designer or going into specialty. I'm merely talking um, accessibility for kind of everybody here that they can go in and go into stores and start reading labels and what they've got. And honestly, Bed Bath & Beyond carries jute, eucalyptus, uh, bamboo, and organic cottons in their sheets and their pillows and some of their bedding. So as far as accessibility and price, you know, they, they really do have some great options. So you want to look at, again, your natural fibers for your curtains, your bedding. Remember, you're spending on average eight hours a night sleeping on that bed. So while spending, you know, $100 plus on sheets for the bed, you know, an organic mattress pad or topper, and then looking again at your ingredients that are going into your mattress, um, there's a lot of formaldehyde and things <laughs> that go into your mattress. We might just do a show totally on that. Um, you're breathing that in as you're sleeping. So this is really a space you need to focus on. Uh, when we're looking at the kitchen, um, I've been working more with uh, NKBA, the National Kitchen and Bath Association, with doing workshops. And so looking at your kitchen um, has also been fairly interesting, um, even not so much on your foods when we're talking uh, GMOs with your foods, looking at your pots and pans. Um, this has been really hot, a hot topic right now with Teflon and is it involved with cancer causing ingredients? And the answer is yes. Um, if you look at your pots and pans and there's any kind of scratching or flaking and it's a Teflon pan, get rid of it. Um, I see we're running on a little bit of time here. I'm going to stay talking. Uh, if you want to hear the rest, uh, make sure you download the episode um, or um, listen to it a little bit later um, in the archive version. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more on label lingo. So for those of you leaving us now, this has been Deanna Rodai, Deanna on Design on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks so much. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Enjoy your Sunday, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. All right. This is after the podcast. And we are we're finishing up the discussion on Teflon. Um, BPA, you're going to see a lot of that um, on your uh, pots and pans right now. Calphalon and Circulon actually have a wonderful green um, pots and pans that are BPA-free, uh, DDT-free, um, fabulous. Um, when we're looking at, they're calling highly fluorinated chemicals, this is like what's in your Teflon, that type of thing, um, has been linked to obesity, liver and thyroid malfunctions, high cholesterol, and cancer. Now, does this mean everybody who uses a Teflon plate is going to get cancer? No. 
but please, you know, again, if you see any kind of scratching, any flaking on your pans, you have to get rid of it. That is leaching into your food. All of these things can be found in clothing and outdoor gear, uh, carpets, which we talked about, furniture, housewares, cookware, and cosmetics. Um, you want to avoid anything that is that has that begins with polyfluor, F-L-U-O-R, or P-T-F-E. Okay, so when you're looking at your labeling, if you see that, stay away from it. All right. Uh, you can check out the green policy, greensciencepolicy.org, highly fluorinated chemicals. They have more on this. Um, they've done a lot of studies uh, with the link uh, between that and cancer. Um, so you definitely want to look at that. Um, other things that we're looking at on our label lingo, if it says biodegradable, the product will break down over time into harmless chemicals does not mean that it's totally safe for the environment unless the uh, manufacturer on the label sets how long it takes to break down. But if it does say biodegradable, you know, it is better. Chlorine-free means no chlorine. Chlorine is a toxic chemical that's responsible for more household poisonings annually than any other. Okay, so obviously you want to look for chlorine-free bleaches. That's probably the big one that you see. Um, so again, look for chlorine-free. Natural, this is where a lot of greenwashing, and we've talked about this before. Um, just because it's natural doesn't mean that it's totally safe for you, okay? This term is not regulated. So again, this is even everybody is putting natural, natural, natural on their label, but you really need to read the label and see what's in there. Um, is it cage free? Is it um, organic? Okay, organic doesn't mean natural because remember, cotton is natural. Okay, but if it's not organic cotton, you're not getting rid of any of the health aspects. Okay, here's another one, non-toxic only a large amount will cause damage. Again, this term like natural is not regulated. So you want to again look at what it's saying. Is it non-toxic if inhaled? Okay, well, <laughs> you want to see how it's non-toxic. <laughs> All right. Uh, neutral pH, a.k.a. non-corrosive, uh, just means that the, the product is neither highly acidic or alkaline, uh, generally safe on the skin. You're going to see this more in your cosmetics and in your household cleaners. Oxygenated, this is huge again with some of your household cleaners. This means helps whiten and brighten by releasing oxygen, which helps break up stains and mildew. Okay, OxyClean. Uh, we've all seen the commercials. Most of us have this in our house. This is safer than chlorine bleach. They may not work as quickly as chlorine-based products, but they are effective when you follow the directions. So this is a good term. Look for oxygenated. Uh, Phosphate-free contains no phosphates, um, which increases detergent's effectiveness, okay? When phosphates enter waterways, this is where algae grows, and you get those algae plumes because it is taking away the oxygen uh, from the water and killing fish. Um, a meaningless marketing term, 
Phosphates are banned by law in all cleaning products except automatic dishwasher detergents. So this is just another green washing term. Um, surf, I pronounce this word, surfactant, uh, S-U-R-F-A-C-T-A-N-T, active cleaning ingredient in detergents. Uh, conventional products often use a petroleum-based surfactant, okay? You want to opt for these surfactants described as plant-based, okay? These are better for um, the environment than the others. Um, we can go back to our grandparents, um, how grandma used to clean the house, baking soda with some essential oils, uh, baking soda, again, with filtered water, white vinegar, uh, white vinegar with essential oils. I mean, those are kind of your basics. A great all-purpose cleaner, two tablespoons of white vinegar, a teaspoon of borax, which you can find in the laundry aisle, 16 ounces of hot water, and a quarter cup of liquid soap, uh, recommended Castile soap. Okay? Mix it up in a 16-ounce spray bottle, add your water, and it is just a great all-purpose cleaner, and it's all natural. You can't beat that. All right. I hope you enjoyed um, this first episode on Healthy Label. Uh, we talked a lot. Uh, polychlorinated. I'm having issues with words today. Good grief. Um, dioxins. Dioxins can be found in flooring, in paint. Um, furan is another one, F-U-R-A-N. Uh, this is mostly in the production um, of furniture, and you'll usually see that paired up with dioxins, okay? Um, I'm just trying to see if there's any other good things we want to talk about here. Volatile organic compounds we've talked about. Um, oh, and phytholates, P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S, family of chemicals which soften plastics, um, found in children's toys, adhesives, we talked about that with carpeting, uh, floor and wall coverings. You want to stay away from those, <laughs> obviously, when possible, um, that you don't want to inhale that or ingest that. Um, just be aware of these terms. I know some of these words um, are big, they're meaningless, but at least it should send off a warning signal in your brain um, if you see these, okay? Um, if you can't pronounce it, ask, Google it, do a quick search on your smartphone, uh, go against the Green Science Policy org institute they have tabs on this that can break down what the words mean um, and its health impact but be mostly aware of your paint your cookware your flooring and again any home fragrancing those are what you are going to inhale or ingest the most and can cause the biggest health impact um, taking these little steps uh, just to be more aware of what you're purchasing really will have an incredible impact on your health, on your home, and, you know, those of your loved ones around you. 
So next up, we're going to talk about allergies and other illnesses and how to detox your space with that. I wish you all a happy Sunday or happy whatever day you're listening to this episode. I hope you learned something new and that your eyes didn't glaze over when we talked about some of this stuff. Some of it was a rehash, but it really is important. I wish all of you a happy day, happy new year, 